0: Hello and welcome back, everybody, to the Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast. Your host, Josiah, glad to be with you. Hope you um, have your Bible open, unless, of course, you're driving. And uh, wherever you are listening to this podcast, either at the gym or taking a walk or over your morning coffee, that would be my preferred place. Um, I'm so glad you're here. Um, all you listeners are the reason why this podcast exists. So I thank you for being here, and I thank you for your encouragement as we keep going. Um, today we're going to take our verse of the day, which will be Luke chapter 6, verse 35. If you are looking to turn there to look at it yourself, will be in Luke chapter 6, verse 35, Gospel of Luke. And um, we, I don't know if you guys have a red letter Bible, a lot of Bibles these days have printed Jesus' words in red, and Luke 6 is going to be lots of red. Um, it's a longer speech that Jesus makes, a sermon. Um, called by some the Sermon on the Plains. Um, It is a companion piece or it has a lot of similarities to the Sermon on the Mount um, that you'll find in Matthew, uh, starting in chapter 6, I believe. And so here from Luke 6, verse 35, we read these words from Jesus, But love your enemies, and do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Okay, But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Already powerful verse. Um, I feel like with verses like this, one of the first things we can do off the bat is we need to admit that the world, as you and I experience it in the main does not work this way. Okay. I think that, you know, verses like this that are so shocking and countercultural. it's better for us not to just get used to what we're hearing. Yeah, sounds good. But instead to look, you know, to kind of back up a little bit and go, the world as we know it, politics, business, you know, everything does not run this way. And if it did, if the whole world agreed to this, or even a portion, a significant portion of the world agreed to this, life as we know it would would come to an end. Um, That that wouldn't be a bad thing, in my opinion, and in Jesus' opinion, but I'm just saying, like, business as usual across the entire globe would cease to be the way it is if these words were believed. So I think it's just healthy for us when we read this in the Bible to know that when Jesus recommends this or commands it, he is disagreeing with basically the entire human race and now we run everything, okay? So, like, I think a lot of us as Christians, especially if you've been into it for a while, I think, I think we sense that. But in case you didn't, just know that when you become a Christian, when you become a follower of Jesus, you have definitely become countercultural if you take him seriously, if you believe that he's not joking or holding up some kind of uh, ideal that he doesn't actually intend for you to do which myself and, and many other Bible readers would say that he's not recommending some kind of ideal that he doesn't expect you to do. He really is painting the way forward to be like him, and he really wants us to do it. Another thing I would like to do is look closely at this verse and make sure we don't miss the motivation. I think we do this a lot, so what do I mean miss the motivation? Okay, we're being commanded to do something. Let's read it, verse 35, but love your enemies and do good and lend expecting nothing in return, all right? So you're being told what to do. There's a couple commands there. Love your enemies, do good, lend, expecting nothing in return. And whenever anybody commands you to do something, there needs to be a why should I? It's just human nature. It's the way it works. So to take the uh, military, for instance, um, you'd say you get orders, the military, and you have to do it. And the reason why you have to do it is because you signed up for the military, And when you did, you became their property. And in their chain of commands, you have to do what they say or there's punishment. And if you do perform your orders and do them well, then there's reward for you. You could get um, promoted in a higher rank. So, and that's just the way it all works. You know, there's always a why to the commands. Now, in the Bible, I think we, Christian commands come with weird. What, why should I? And I don't mean weird like they don't make any sense or they change all the time. It's always the same one. It's just very counter to what we're used to. And I'll, and I'll illustrate why from this verse. So it says, but love your enemies and do good, lend expecting nothing in return. You can sense already just from reading it, and some of us listening have done some of this, loved some enemies, done good to them, and lended to other people, resources of all kinds, money, our time, our attention, all kinds of stuff expecting nothing in return we've done it and we know that from a certain perspective if you do that you're gonna pay <laughs> you know what i'm right you know what i'm saying it's there you're gonna have some issues i mean it's gonna hurt there's a re or another way to put it is there's a reason why most people don't do this okay but what jesus says is he he could say love your enemies do good land expecting nothing in return because i'm telling you to I mean, there's no reason why he couldn't say that. He's the Lord of the universe. So if he wants to say that, he could. He could also say, do it or else. Like, "Do love your enemies or I will get you. you know, You're know? you making us look bad, so I need you to love your enemies or I'll get you. He could say that. But he doesn't. He says, do it because your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High, which is a way to refer to God. Uh, For he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. <laughs> so... God has shown great, uh, mercy and, and kindness to us by sending his son, Jesus Christ. He's the one speaking there. Also, we know from other scriptures that he has his rain fall on the evil and the good. He causes the sun to shine on the evil and the good. I mean, he's good to people in, in, a, in his provision and mercy, without checking their ID first, you know, he doesn't, if it just rained on Christian homes, well, we'd have a different world we lived in, but God is great, is kind and tries to reach the ungrateful and the evil. And so when we do that too, we are like him. We show that we have the family stamp. And so we will have a great reward with our father and we will show and realize that we are like him when we do this. So the bottom line we get just from this verse is when we love our enemies, do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, there's going to be a penalty to pay because this world will take advantage of you. But we are led to believe that that penalty is not as expensive as the reward we will receive. Um, The last way I might put it is Jesus is saying, this is actually better for you. You'll have more joy this way. You'll have more peace in your life by doing this. And, and you will show yourself to be a son of the Most High. There's also a way in which um, Jesus is saying, this is being expected of you, not just because, not just because Jesus says, but because it's been done to you. If you know Jesus, then you know the kindness and the mercy of God that he shows to the ungrateful and the evil. Okay, And since you were treated that way, it, you, you have to come up with a reason why you're too good to treat others that way. That makes sense. So if at times in your life, which there's been times in my life, you don't want to do this anymore, I understand that. But then you have to come up with why you shouldn't. And if you're honest with yourself, it'll lead you into saying, like, well, you know, what about me? Like, what's been done to me? And that's what Jesus is saying. What's been done to you is the kindness and the mercy of your father. And that's why, so after 35, verse 35 comes 36, which says, be merciful even as your father is merciful, okay? So up to the point and and in the way that God has been merciful to you, be merciful to others, not just because or dangling over a cliff or because you'll get, you're going to get it if you don't, but because that's how God has been done to you, Let's go above this verse a little bit, just shortly to get a little context. It says, Jesus is saying, if you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. You won't be any different than this world. You won't be the change agents of this world. You won't be like God. You'd be like this world if you only love those who love you. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? You, You're not. Really doing any of you just want to receive back. Even sinners into sinners, sinners to get back the same amount. And that leads us to 35 where Jesus says, but I'm talking about something different. I'm talking about your source not being those around you and what they could do for you or what they and to prevent them from what they might do to you. But I want you, Jesus is saying, to find your source in God and to look at how you've been treated by him and look to him as your provision. And that way you'll find that you're able, really able to love your enemies and do good and lend it and expecting nothing in return from them because you are expecting something from God. Isn't that cool? Um, where can we see Jesus in these verses? Well, it's our job is obviously a little easier because um, this is Jesus speaking, but um, one of the ways we can see, I'm sure there's many, but I think it's obvious to you that when Jesus went to the cross he made sure everyone knew that he was obeying his father. So like in the prayer in the garden of Gethsemane, he says, um, if it were possible, father, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And so, and that's just one of the clear examples of what Jesus tried to say all through his ministry, which was, he was not, he didn't die for you wondering what you would do for him. Isn't that, That's a relief, isn't it? Jesus died for you because of what his father would do for him. And what his father did for him was resurrect him from the grave and give him a name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee would bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Pretty good reward, and it makes you understand why Jesus did what he did. You can find that path in um, Paul's letter to the Philippians. If you go to Philippians chapter 2, you'll see that description of Christ and his ministry while he was here. And we are allowed in on that same exchange, as we know from this verse. All right, That's what Jesus has brought us into, the ability to look to God and the reward that God has for us and to unhook from what people might do to us and whether they will give us anything or not. Life-changing stuff, guys. All right, so good to be with you. I'm already little bit over our time. So I'll see you next time.